My name is Kim. I'm our Next Steps pastor here. But to the rest of you, I know you know me as being the person in the back, greeting and giving out hugs. And uh, so I don't get to be up in front a lot. Um, I'm glad about that, to be honest. I do not enjoy public speaking. So, But I am so excited to be up here to share a little bit of what God laid on my heart for us today. And we're wrapping up this um, series called Supernatural. And if you didn't get a chance to watch it, please make sure you do. I've watched it a couple of times. We don't talk enough about the spirit world. Brad started us off talking about the enemy and how he and the demonic powers are around us, even though we don't see them or, or think they're there. We kind of like to try to pretend they're not sometimes. Um, but they're there, and when we accept Jesus, we have the greatest gift inside us to defeat the enemy. But, friends, we've got to be on guard. We've got to be of sober mind. We've got to be alert because he is constantly roaring around like a lion seeking who he may devour. So we've got to be armored up and ready to go. And then the last couple messages Jordan has taught on the Holy Spirit, and we don't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. He is God. He is, to me, besides Jesus, he is the biggest gift that we have. He is God, and he is our presence of God on earth, because when we accept Jesus, we also receive the gift of his spirit in us and with us. And so then Jordan wrapped up um, last week talking about spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit and that he gives us gifts and we need to use them and understand them and give them to each other so that God's glory is, is, is shown and his kingdom grows. But we need to figure those out, right? So I hope you're doing that. And today I was given the opportunity to talk about the Holy Spirit in whatever way I wanted to. And to be honest, this has been hard. I have struggled. I have felt the enemy just beating me up more than ever with this message. Because it's kind of like, you know, Brad's like, okay, talk about God. All right, there you go. <laughs> and it's like, wow, what do I say? Because I believe that, again, the Holy Spirit is huge. And he is, he is such a big part of God's grace to us. And within and the Holy Spirit himself, there's so much. And I was thinking about gifts um, in general. And how many of you are done shopping with, for Christmas? Anybody? A few of you? Oh my gosh. Like I've only gotten them for one person in my life. I bet you can figure out who that is. A little bit of my baby, Uriah, my grandbaby. Um, but uh, the other ones will be fine. He's the one that matters this year, right? But, um, but I, yes, Grandma Becky says the same thing. But um, I'm not the greatest gift giver. I struggle because I want to get the right things, and then I worry, what if they already have this or they don't like it? But I'm also pretty terrible about gift receiving, and I bet a lot of you are too. I mean, have you ever gotten a gift for, from someone out of the blue and you feel kind of awkward like, oh, kind of embarrassed. Like, why did this person give this to me? Like, I feel I didn't get them anything. You know, what's this about? Um, but I have this friend 
who is amazing at gift giving. She just knows what to get me. She drops things off when I least expect it. And I open it up and sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, how did she even know I needed this? I didn't know I needed it. And then she's also beautiful about receiving gifts. And uh, when I sit with her and I give her a gift and I'm nervous, like, is she going to enjoy this or whatever? This is, these are the kind of things she does. She tries to, to use them and show me how much she loves them right as she's opening them up. Like, for example, if I get her lotion, she'll open it up, pull the little tab off, and, oh, my goodness, Kim, how did you know that I needed this? My hands have been dry, and I've run out of lotion. Oh, this is like my favorite scent. I love this, and she'll rub it on. Or even better, I've given her earrings. And she literally takes them out of the box, pulls off that little plastic, you know, takes the earrings out that she's chosen for the day, and then puts the earrings in that I've given her. And she's like, oh, aren't these beautiful? Oh, thank you so much. And it just fills me up. And so I got thinking about the Holy Spirit and all he is. And we struggle with receiving all he is. I think of it like sand all over the world, and we just pick up little grains of all this, all the gifts that he gives us. And part of the reason is that enemy. The enemy does everything he can to stop us from receiving Jesus as our Lord. So if he can prevent that, he's going to do it. And then if we choose to follow Jesus and then we're gifted his Holy Spirit, then he does whatever he can to rob us all the days of our life from receiving everything that the Holy Spirit has to offer us. Jordan talked about him being the voice of truth and our advocate and, and our guide and our helper. And we'll pick up a grain here, a grain of sand here. We'll put it in our pocket and we'll go, yeah, I think that's all I need. But we need him all the time. And so today I want to talk about why this is, but also how we can start to really scoop up more and more of the sand, of the gifts that the Holy Spirit has to offer us. And so I want to use a portion of the gifts to kind of walk through. And the portion that I'm going to use is the fruit of the Spirit. And that's found in the book of Galatians. Galatians, and Paul is writing to the church in Galatia who are under a lot of attack. And he's trying to give them some confidence and some encouragement. And he's reminding them that the Holy Spirit is with them and will never leave them. And he talks about the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, starting with verse 22. He says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And you maybe have heard of this list before. And maybe sometimes you go about your life and if you're a Christ follower, you think, oh, I struggle with this. Boy, I wasn't patient today with my kids or my coworkers, or my goodness, I lost control again with my mouth or my actions, or man, I'm still struggling with bitterness with this one situation, or you post something on social media because you're really like frustrated about something, and later you're like, oh, why did I say that? And so we look at this list and we think, oh, 
the Holy Spirit is supposed to plant these things in us, why aren't we fully producing them? Why aren't we completely embracing all he has to offer? Well, I believe one big reason is because we're looking at the wrong person. The first part is, number one, God cares more about our dependence on his spirit than he does about us perfectly displaying his fruit. He cares more about us leaning into the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit be the one to produce the fruit instead of our own. But too often, even though we're Christ followers, we go, no, I, I got this. I'm going to love better. Oh, I messed up again. Oh, boy, I'm, going to, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to have control. Oh, I'm going to be a peacemaker. I'm going to show patience. Some of you have little ones. Oh, my goodness. I know you see Jordan up here, and he's wonderful. I love my son. But I tell you, when he was little, I was like, Holy Spirit, help me. But seriously, I know we screw up, and we, we think to ourselves, what is wrong with me? I'm going to do better tomorrow. But God says, hold on here. I am the fruit producer. You are not the fruit producer. You need to depend on me. 2 Corinthians 3 says, but, who, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord, I love this, the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. Freedom from sin, yes. But more than that, freedom from us having to carry the load of being good. He carries it for us when we surrender it to him. And then the next verse says, so all of us who have been had that veil removed, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, and here's what we need to get, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. It's a process. It's a journey. He doesn't give it all to us and walks away. He says, cling to me, lean on me, and as you do, you will produce fruit. And then what goes along with this is that we have to understand that in this journey, we need to ask for help. So number two, the Holy Spirit's fruit grows in us when we continually, continuously ask him for help. See, some, just like I talked about receiving gifts and how it's sometimes difficult for us to receive gifts, it's also difficult for us to receive help. And to ask for help, that's even harder. Yet God created us to need to ask for help. It's part of that growing in faith. And what's so cool about the Holy Spirit is he gives us faith. We don't even have to produce the faith. He's the one that gives us the faith in him. So sometimes we think, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this today. I'm, I'm going to have faith in God completely today. And he said, wait a minute. Depend on me and ask me for help, even with your faith in me. Jesus says in, cha in Luke chapter 11, starting with, with verse 9, he says, And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people, which guess what? That's all of us, know how to give good gifts to your children, 
how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? We've got to ask, and we've got to ask, and we've got to keep asking. Not that our asking is what does it. He's there. He's got the gifts. But it's our just saying, I'm open. All you got to do is surrender to him. And again, you just sand on a seashore. I need your truth. I Help me, I need this. Help me, I need that. I like to look at it as starting your day, waking up in the morning. Help me, Holy Spirit, with today. Help give me the words to say in this meeting I have. Holy Spirit, I need your patience today. You know, I've got these children. I need your patience today. Holy Spirit, I am frustrated with this coworker. Will you please flood me with peace? Help me to be a peacemaker instead of a peacetaker. Lord, Holy Spirit, please give me the self-control I need today with food or with my actions or with my words or with my comments on Facebook. Before you get on social media, ask the Holy Spirit to help you see people the way God sees people. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you post only those things that show his fruit. And I'm talking about ask him the whole day. That's walking in the Spirit. Help me. Help me, help me. And then last, why else do we struggle with producing Holy Spirit fruit? See, we cannot give what we don't have. He, we cannot give what we don't have. And he doesn't give it to us all at once. He doesn't say, here you go. Here's perfect love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of it. Here you go. I'm going to walk away. And so number three, the fruit of the Holy Spirit comes out of the overflow of our hearts. So what's in your heart today? What are you thinking about? Are you anxious? Are you down? This time of year can be so difficult for so many. Are you frustrated? Are you feeling bitter? Maybe it's a lot of things. Maybe you're, we need the Holy Spirit and we need God's love. And listen to this, I've read this before, but wow, this just stuck out to me just for today. Romans 5, 5 says, And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. It's the Holy Spirit who, who gives us truth, who gives us faith, who gives us self-control and patience. He gives us God's love. Just open our heart. All we have to do is just be receptive. Scoop up that sand, all that love. So I have a story today that I wanted to share with you about all this. Because as I said, oh my goodness, the enemy. Every time I, I tried to think of what to say, he was right there. I thought, oh, here it is. Nope. Here it is. Nope. I reached out to some friends and family that are prayer warriors, and I said, I am attacked, but I believe I'm attacked by the enemy. I feel it. I'm experiencing it. I need you to pray that I know what God wants me to say. And this was about a month ago when this started, and I'm not like the guys. I call them boys in first service. They are boys, right? The boys up here, they're boys. Um, they, uh, they, can, they can think of something that, 
you know, they're like open doors, like God gives it to them, like even sometimes Saturday, the day before they speak, and I'm like, oh no, God, you know if Kim's going to be up here, I got to know a month in advance so I can practice and practice and practice because I get so nervous. But anyways, I was a month ago and I'm hitting these walls and I asked my friends and family to pray and, and God reminded me of over 20 years ago, um, I was at a conference and I know a lot of you think I'm a lot younger than that, but, <laughs> but I was at a conference and I, um, they were teaching us about how to hear God's voice and I just really wanted it. I really wanted to know um, what God was speaking to me. I wanted to open up my heart for that. And so they talked about the prophet Samuel when he was a boy and he learned to say, speak Lord for your servant is listening. And so they told us, they said, go to another area of the church by yourself and just open up your heart and ask God and his Holy Spirit just to speak to you. Just say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And now these are not the magic words. I don't want you to think that. That was just a way they, they shared how we could open up our heart to hear God's voice. And so I did. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to hear it. And so I got in that pew, and I'm laying down, and I'm like, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And nothing. Completely quiet. And I'm like, all right, I probably didn't do it right. I got home, and I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep trying this. I really want to hear. I really want to hear. And so I go out for walks at nighttime, you know, quiet, stillness, stars, Holy Spirit, please help me. I'm going to open up my heart. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Nothing. So I started walking. I couldn't wait to hear what he had to say to me next. And I said, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And he said, Ken, I love you. And nothing else. And so a few days went on, and that same, he said the same words. And so I kind of stopped saying that, and I'd reach out to him in different ways, and I'd say, you know, Holy Spirit, I need this help discerning this, or I need wisdom here, and I need your truth here, and I'm looking at your word. Holy Spirit, help me, help me understand your word, you know. And uh, I'd hear different things that he shared with me. And so then I just kind of stopped saying that because, like, I heard the same thing, right? And so I was hitting this wall a few weeks ago and not knowing what to say to you. And I went out on another walk on a beautiful fall day in the 60s. You know how we wish we could have that weather back. It was sunny. Leaves were changing. And uh, I felt like God said to me, I want you to... I want you to pray that prayer again. So I'm like, okay. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And I was like, oh, he's going to give me something so good for this message. And he said, Kim, I love you. Nothing else. And I was mad. I know that's ugly. Oh, that's so ugly, but it's the truth. I'm like, God, are you kidding me? That's it? I know you love me. Shoot, when I was a child, I sang, Jesus loves me. This I know. I know you love me. I get it. 
I need something good to talk about in church. They know that. God is love, blah, 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 right? And as loud as he could say in my heart, he said, no, no, you don't get it because you have not continually opened up your heart to receive all the love I have for you. I remember where I was, friends, and I just, I'm like, you're right. I think I understand now. Walking with the Spirit, scooping up all he has to offer, starts with us coming into his presence and not coming and, and feeling like, oh, but he's not going to love me because of all I've done, all I've been, all, oh, he's, but sitting like a child in his lap, letting him love us, letting him flow his love, his Holy Spirit just flooding God's love on us into our hearts so that out of the overflow of our hearts, that's what other people will see. But it's got to be I believe daily, start your day out and just going, I'm going to scoop it. I'm going to say, I'm here, Lord, just love me. Just love me. I want to feel it. I want to experience it. And I'm going to close with this. Ephesians chapter 3, and here, here's how, I, how, how it all wraps up. Starting with verse 14, Paul says, When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him and trust in his love. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. It's his love that keeps us strong, friends. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Do you get that? That's why we got to keep opening our hearts every single day. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And I believe that is when we get to heaven and see him face to face. But every day we can scoop up more and just say, okay, Holy Spirit, give me that love. Give me that love of God. And so will you do something silly with me? Would you just kind of take your hands and just like reach down into the seashore of all the Holy Spirit has? Scoop up that sand and, and, and let your hands open up as I pray for us to close us today. Father God, thank you for your gift of your son and our ability to have your spirit in us and with us and desiring to walk with us and give us all we need every single day. And I, be, I believe above all else, you want us to understand your love Help us to receive your love. I pray against the enemy that he cannot rob us from any love that you want to give us. Help us to remember every day to open up our hearts and receive the love that you have for us because you want to freely give it so that our roots can grow strong in you, God. We thank you, Jesus, and we praise you for this. In your name, amen.